The Health Benefits of Praying or Salah Wa alaikum salam During the month of fasting, we increase in all those special acts of worship and we also increase in those acts of worship that we do on a daily basis. So during the month of fasting, the one type of prayer that is increased to its maximum level than any other time would be the act of praying, the act of salah. And we know from prophetic medicine that we are taught that every act of prayer has immense spiritual, mental, emotional and physical benefits. And this has been known throughout the ages. However, as time goes on, we take these acts as a mundane activity and we overlook the actual benefits that it has. And when this happens, we fail to accrue those benefits. However, when the month of fasting comes, it presents a perfect opportunity for us to renew our commitment, our reliance on the daily acts of praying. The information that we're about to share, we'll find that this is an indispensable part of our lifestyle. And we know that during the month of Ramadan, certain situations that arise that would cause us stress and anxiety and anger out of the month of Ramadan tends to be dealt much easier. And this is due to the fact that we increase in our acts of worship. Like the Quran confirms, that in the remembrance of Allah, hearts find contentment. So we find during the month of Ramadan, our level of tranquility and contentment is heightened due to the fact that we are so connected to praying. So when we look at the prayer and the salah, we should not see it as a spiritual act alone. Yes, we know that the objective of praying is to reach spiritual heights. But we have to remember that when we follow the way of Islam and when we pray the way the Prophet did, to the best of our ability, we accrue so much mental, emotional and health benefits that we can feel right now. In modern day living, we are faced with so much environmental stress from the foods we eat, the air that we breathe, in the office environment, from the using computers and all modern technology which emits certain types of gases and electromagnetic radiation and waves that has a negative effect on our body. And we find that every aspect of the salah or all those factors connected to it helps to neutralize and bring us to a natural way of living. So when we look at the salah, we cannot look at it in isolation. We have to look at everything that is connected to it. For instance, the wudu before the salah, as mentioned earlier, how the water benefits us emotionally and physically from a health perspective. We also have to look at the timing of the salah. Prescribed times throughout the day, by following these prescribed times, one is perfectly attuned to the motions of the planets and the seasonal changes and geographic variations. Because the prayer time and praying puts us in harmony with nature and the natural cycles of the universe, which has an effect on our hormonal levels. It has an effect on our health, on the different systems in our body. And with the upcoming series, we will focus on each aspect. Every act of prayer, every position of prayer has a physical benefit for a certain system of the body. And at the end of praying, we'll find that every system would have been stimulated and uplifted to some degree. And the acts of prayer has been highly mentioned in the narrations of the Prophet, where he has been reported to have said in authentic narrations that it is, it is praying, performing the salah that separates the believer from the non-believer. And there are other narrations where certain companions would report body aches to the Prophet, or pain in the, in the belly and the Prophet would say get up and pray for in prayer there is a quick healing 
So we can see that the recommendation from prophetic medicine was given for physical ailments as well. And we will concentrate on how different positions will aid certain ailments. The Prophet also mentioned in authentic narrations that you should understand that the best of your deeds is prayer. And we know in the Prophet's life, his day was consumed in praying. He would go about doing all his other obligations, which is to look after his family, to look after the treasury, to look after the poor, to ensure that he does all his religious obligations, which includes the prayer. But we find that he was the most balanced individual because he could balance between his spiritual, his physical and his emotional life. So if, when we do this in our modern day society, when we're confronted with all of these stresses, if we adhere to our prayer times and perform the prayer to the best of our ability, we'll be able to accrue these benefits. So in the upcoming series, we'll focus on how the Salah times affects our health, how each posture affects our health. And by having this knowledge, we'll have a deeper appreciation for our way of life, which will give us that added incentive to pray to the best of our ability. It is my pleasure. Wa alaikum salam. We're continuing on the topic of the health benefits of Salah, specifically looking at the health benefits of the prescribed times of Salah. Wa alaikum salam. The holistic benefits of Salah is beyond our comprehension. When we look at the prescribed times of Salah, the practice of Salah is performed at five regular intervals throughout the day, fixed according to the journey of the sun and the planets across the heavens. So by for performing these prayer times, one is perfectly attuned to the motions of the planets, to seasonal changes, to geographic variation, and in doing so, one becomes harmonized with the natural cycles of the universe. So as human beings, we are affected by the constant changes in our natural environment, and these changes influence our physiology, meaning the way we function internally, and this determines how we feel, how we think, and how we act. At the same time, there are changes that are taking place outside of our bodies, changes in our environment. And Salah connects the energetic changes inside the body to that of what happens outside the body. Chronobiology is a science which examines the role that the solar and lunar related rhythms have on the human being. And these cycles are known as biorhythms. So biorhythms refers to how the external changes in our environment has an effect to our internal changes. Recent scientific research has shown that the times of prayer is in complete accordance to the times of the physiological energy in the body. Cortisone, which is a hormone of activity in the human body, starts to increase rapidly when the time of Fajr occurs. And this is accompanied by a rise in blood pressure, so one feels energetic after praying the Fajr Salah. Between 6 and 9 o'clock, these levels are at its peak. And throughout the day, we find that these levels decrease. And this is in accordance with the Prophet's narration when he said, when he made this dua, Oh Allah, bless my ummah in the early mornings. In other words, grant them blessings in the early mornings. So we know when we perform our Fajr on time and we tackle any type of intellectual activity, like memorizing the Quran or we do work or whatever we, we dedicate our time to, we find that that time becomes the most productive time throughout the day. We wouldn't find a better time to work than after the Fajr Salah. And this is due to the energy levels that are increasing in our body and the blessings of praying on time. And at work, as we sit and we deal with the deadlines around about 10 o'clock, 
cortisol level starts to decrease rapidly. So we find by 12 o'clock, the levels are so low that we feel this, the, the feeling of exhaustion and fatigue overcoming us. And this totally corresponds to the much needed time of Dhuhr, another prayer that comes to revitalize us. So by form, performing the wudu, we take ourselves out of that state of worry and stress and anxiety due to our jobs, and we commit our time to, to praying. And there we rejuvenate ourselves, we invigorate ourselves. We also have to remind ourselves that there are changes that are taking place in the external environment. Because at dawn, the ozone gas, O3, gradually drops. So there's a peak at dawn. And this gas has been shown scientifically to have a beneficial effect on our nervous system, which energizes one for mental and physical work. So we can reach mental and a physical peak in the early morning. So when we inhale the beautiful dawn breeze, we feel a type of delight, a type of pleasure that, can, that is no equal to any, type, any time of the day because this gas is not present at any time of the day. Another important aspect to look at is that when the sun rises, as the rays gains that red color, it is well known that the color red in color therapy has an effect of stimulating the nerves and it motivates people to, to wake up and to start moving and to be productive. And the ratio of, of ultraviolet rays is also at its greatest at sunrise. And this ultraviolet rays can stimulate the skin to produce vitamin B, which has many benefits to the body as well. So the prescribed times has been placed there through divine wisdom to allow us to reach spiritual heights. In that process of adhering to the way of Islam, we find that all aspects of our living is seen to. The aspect of emotional stress, the aspect of physical health that we need to improve. So on a daily basis, when we perform salah on its time, we ensure that we attain holistic healing. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. This is a continuation on the health benefits of the prescribed times of salah. Wa alaikum salam. As mentioned earlier, we said that the acts of praying, the acts of salah, has immense benefit for the entire human body. It has a spiritual benefit and it benefits our physical well being as well. Everything connected to the Salah is an added benefit. When we look at the prescribed times of praying, recent scientific research has shown that the times of the Muslim prayer are in complete accordance with the times of the physiological energy in the body. So it leads to controlling the rhythms of all bodily functions. And earlier we described the changes that takes place at Fajr Salah when the cortisone levels increase and when we adhere to the correct time of prayer, we are energized, which carries us up till Dhuhr Salah. The level starts to drop drastically. When we perform Dhuhr Salah, we are once again energized, invigorated. After the Dhuhr Salah, according to the Sunnah, the Prophet used to take a short nap, a power nap. If we were to follow the Sunnah and do this, we'll find that we'll gain maximum energy needed for the rest of the day. So we find that after the Dhuhr Salah, just before Asr, a type of exhaustion overcomes us again as we are nearing the end of our working day. And the Prophet also mentioned that we should try our best and never miss out the Asr Salah. Actually, there's an ayah in the Quran, a, a revelation, strictly guard your five obligatory prayers, especially the middle one. 
and many scholars are of the opinion that it refers to Asr Salah. And Asr Salah, which is the late afternoon prayer, coincides with the going home period or busyness in the marketplace or at work, wrapping up or finishing up the last portion of work. But in our busyness, we find that our body becomes tired and we become stressed. So this would be the ideal time to increase our act of worship. And it has been proven scientifically that human, the human body in general undergoes great difficulty during this period when the ratio of some of the relaxing chemical substance in the body starts to rise. So this happens nearly seven hours after waking up early, meaning seven hours after the Fajr Salah. So the body's energy levels and our concentration are at, are at its lowest at Asr time. So if the person is unable to have a siesta or a power nap to regain that much needed energy, the afternoon prayer helps to increase the level of adrenaline in the blood, which creates enough energy to support the physical faculties, especially the activity of the heart. So Asr Salah plays an important role in preparing the body and the heart in particular to face much more strenuous activity. And when we carry on throughout the day without breaking, without breaking away from the work and we're constantly working under stress, it has a negative effect on the heart and it actually can predispose one to a heart disease. So here we see this great wisdom in performing the Asr Salah on time. Once the, the Asr Salah is performed with a perfect wudu and perfect postures, we are able to gradually energize the body, which can give us an extreme sense of relaxation after the time of exhaustion. And as we head off home and we, we leave our workplaces, then comes the Maghrib prayer. So the secretion of cortisone, which is the hormone of activity, starts to decrease as the light change to darkness and this has an effect on our internal hormonal secretion the secretion of melatonin which is a hormone of sleep which induce relaxation starts to increase rapidly so to sleep after the ishai prayer would be ideal and this coincides with the prophet's peace be upon him's lifestyle after the ishai prayer he would soon after he would go sleep and this would in turn providing enough rest to wake up for the prayer in the early hours of the morning which would be followed by the prayer of Fajr, the prayer of dawn, thus completing a complete cycle of adherence to the prescribed times of prayer which coincides with the physiological energy of the body. It is my pleasure. Walaikum salam. Continuing on our topic on the health benefits of Salah, we are going to look at the health benefits of the postures of Salah. Walaikum salam. As discussed earlier, we said that the act of praying, the salah, the physical postures, has benefit for the mind, body and soul. When we looked at salah and the different postures, it correlates to the postures of the prophets. So over time we find that their way of living was a way of obedience and a way of worship. And through their lifestyle they were able to overcome many trials and tribulations. And in modern day living we are faced with trials and tribulations. The prayer provides that inner contentment of the heart but it also provides the much needed physical stimulation for various systems of the body when we look at the salah we see that it's the physical postures facilitates tranquility and energy that's needed for the rest of the day the salah is a combination of various smooth easy and flowing movements which stimulates and regulates the various systems of the body so let's begin with the 
Qiyam, the first standing position, when we are about to begin our prayer, when we raise our hands to our earlobes and say Allahu Akbar. So in order to appreciate this position, think about a busy day at work. You're at the office, going to and fro from the printer, going to and fro to meetings, having heavy deadlines, sitting in front of the computer for hours, straining the eyes, your back lose its correct posture, incorrect blood flow to the legs and the arms, to the upper parts of the body. Think about this scenario and the waqt of dhuhr comes. By performing the wudu, you place yourself in a different setting and your body prepares itself for prayer. So already there's a type of contentment that enters the heart. When standing in qiyam, the body feels relieved as the weight is evenly distributed across both feet. We find that throughout the day there is no other time when we are standing stationary and focusing our eyesight on the ground. So by standing straight up, we straighten the back and we, which improves our posture and the mind is brought under the control of the intellect as our vision is sharpened by focusing upon the ground where we are about to prostrate. The muscles of the upper and lower back are loosened and we find that the higher and lower centers of the brain are united for singleness of purpose. So when we're sitting at our desk in correct posture, there's a lot of strain in our shoulders and this affects how we think and the mental activity for the rest of the day. But in one posture of salah, we can find the relaxation for our back muscles. When we say Allahu Akbar and our hands lock together, our concentration is extended, causing further relaxation of the legs and the back. This generates a feeling of humility, of modesty and piety. In the recitation of the verses of the Qur'an, all the sounds of the Arabic language are uttered, stimulating the attributes of this perfect language. The vowels of Arabic, the long vowels of A, E, U, has a vibratory effect on our organs. So it stimulates the heart, the thyroid, the pituitary, the adrenal glands and the lungs, purifying and uplifting them all. When we go into the position of ruku and we perform a perfect ruku, the bending motion, and we ensure that the back is straight. In prophetic medicine, it is said that the Prophet, peace be upon him, performed such a recall that his back was horizontal. When we perform the muscles of the lower back, the thighs and the calves are stretched. Blood is pumped to the upper torso of the body, which tones the muscles of the stomach and the abdomen. So if you want that perfect six-pack, perform a perfect recall, and you'll feel that over time the muscles will develop in, this, in the abdomen. And it is said that over time this posture can improve one's inner harmony and bring a type of kindness and sweetness to the personality. In order to have a full appreciation for these three postures, we have to bear in mind that in these three postures our blood circulation is improved. And we know wherever blood goes, healing goes, because blood brings oxygen, nutrients, hormones to every part of the body. So already in the three postures we have found stimulation for the muscle skeletal system, for the mind, we have found relaxation, toning of the muscles, etc. With the upcoming series we will concentrate on the rest of the postures. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. We're continuing with the health benefits of the postures of salah. Wa alaikum salam. As mentioned before, Every physical posture of salah has immense stimulatory effects for various organs and systems of the body. We last spoke and highlighted all the benefits of the ruku'. Just to recap, the ruku', which is the bowing motion, bending at the waist and placing our palms on the knees with the fingers spread, 
the back is parallel to the ground, such a way that if a glass of water were to be placed on the back, it would not spill. Our eyes looking down and our knees are not bent. There's no bending at the knees. And this is said to be the ruku of the Prophet, peace be upon him. And when we perform this perfect ruku, we find that we fully stretch the muscles of the lower back, the thighs and the calves. Blood is pumped into the upper torso of the body, so it increases the blood circulation. It tones the muscles of the stomach and the abdomen and the kidneys. For those of us that want that perfect six-pack, that perfect abs, perform a correct ruku with every walk and you'll be guaranteed a good set of abs. It is said that over time this posture improves the personality by generating a sweet type of kindness and inner harmony. When we rise from this position back into the standing position, that fresh blood that pumped into the upper torso, it's returned to its previous position, to its original state. And as blood returns through the venous system, it carries away carbon dioxide, toxins, bacterial waste away from the different organs in the upper region, meaning the brain, away from the face, from the eyes, from the ears. And then once again, the body regains relaxation whilst it releases tension. When we go into sujood, the prostration, when our heads meet the ground and with this contact made with the forehead, the palms, the knees, the toes, the knees forming a right angle at the stomach muscles, which allows it to further develop and it can prevent the growth of flabbiness in this midsection. There's an increase of blood flow to the upper regions of the body once again, especially the head, which includes the eyes and the ears and the nose and the lungs. So it allows mental toxins to be cleansed from the blood. It is also said that this position can also maintain the proper position of the fetus of pregnant women. This position can reduce high blood pressure. It increases the elasticity of the joints. And this is the position of ultimate submission. So it annihilates vanity. It increases our patience and our reliance on our Creator. It increases our spiritual stations and it produces high psychic energy throughout the body. So this posture is considered to be the supreme submission and humility and, it, and this posture is the essence of worship. When we return from the sujood or the prostration back into the sitting position, the right foot curled up and the weight of the legs and part of the body rests on that foot. This aids detoxification of the liver. It stimulates peristalsis, meaning it stimulates the movement of the intestines, especially the large intestine. And by the body resting and further gaining relaxation, this posture also assists in digestion by forcing the contents of the stomach downwards. So it aids our digestion. By performing the second sujood, we ensure that there is a cleansing of the respiratory, circulatory and nervous system as this Completion gives a lightness and emotional happiness to the body. On completion of one complete raka'ah, with all the postures done perfectly, we find this complete oxygenation of the entire body, and it balances the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous systems. And this is very important in modern day living, when we're sitting at the desk and sitting there for hours, incorrect posture, chair level is not at the correct height. We find that we're crouching over our desks, our eyes are being strained by the light of the computer. The solar positions perfectly reharmonizes ourselves with the natural way of living, with the natural contours and the lines of our body, so that we can readjust ourselves and ultimately release all the tension that causes us stress and anxiety every day. So by performing the Salah with 
discipline from the wudu through the perfect postures adhering to the correct times we accrue benefits that's beyond our comprehension it is my pleasure wa alaikum salam the physical benefits of salah or prayer wa alaikum salam as mentioned before we concentrated on every posture of salah and we saw that every posture has immense benefit for the physical body we have to remind ourselves that the purpose of prayer is for spiritual upliftment however as tibba nabawi teaches us the prophetic medicine or prophetic medical advice says that as we increase in our worship in allah the entire body receives nourishment the entire body receives healing so we find as we increase our acts of prayer we reach emotional stability the physical body becomes more healthy the soul is uplifted so let's look at the overall benefits or the overall physical benefits of salah we know in today's lifestyle in our jobs we either sitting for too long or standing for too long most of us our postures are compromised while sitting at the desk crouching over or leaning over the pc by sitting for too long there's many blood circulation problems that occur in the workplace we have an increase in muscle skeletal problems and we find that the prayer the salah is a combination of various smooth easy flowing movements that stimulates and regulates various systems of the body including the blood circulation and the muscle skeletal system we know it's well established that as part of a health program we have to balance between good nutrition and exercise so there's various forms of exercise on the market many of them very strenuous very extreme and we find everybody is looking for the perfect balance when we look at the prayer we find that it's a calm flowing motion that's easy on the body but yet it gives the body the next necessary exercise that it needs so for the blood circulation certain conditions can be prevented and managed via performing salah correctly for instance varicose veins it's a common disorder of the veins in the leg where the veins appear to be thick and twisted it's filled with blood it often discolored along the two lower limbs and this is a problem that affects up to 10 to 20% of the world's population so according to research there's a strong connection between praying correctly and protection against varicose veins because the different movements of standing bowing prostrating decreases the pressure in the saphenous vein which is the main vein at the ankle joint that runs up the leg the main vein involved in varicose veins so when we prostrate it's scientifically proven that the pressure within the vein decreases and by doing a full raka'ah which consists of bowing prostration sitting we cause blood to circulate in a perfect manner due to the direction or due to the circulation which is affected by gravity whilst we standing or sitting out of salah the blood experience difficulty climbing up the leg or being pumped up the lower leg to the heart but by performing salah perfectly we find that the blood flows from the bottom to the top of the body efficiently so when prostrating it reduces the possibility of developing varicose veins and it can be a way of managing varicose veins as well we also see that salah strengthens our bones the human body alternates between two stages construction of bones and destruction of bones as we grow in our youth we find that the growth takes precedence over the destruction so we find there's an increase in the bones length and strength once we reach the stage of maturity the stage of destruction of the bones take over and this can lead to the bones becoming more susceptible to breaking we find that the spinal column 
also tends to lose its integrity where discs are more likely to collapse due to the loss of strength. Physical activity, strength in bones, due to the fact that muscle and tendons are connected to bones and when we increase our exercise, the pulling action on bones strengthen them. A sedentary lifestyle can actually lead to destruction of our bone or increase the destruction of our bones. If we were to concentrate on our farul salah only, if we were only to make farul salahs, we'll find that within one day we would have made 119 physical postures. Over a month, this correlates to 3,500 postures. For a year, we would have made a total of 42,000 postures. In a 40-year span of making salah, only the faraid, we would have covered 1,700,000 postures of prayer. And that is only the faraid. So if we were to perform our salah every day, on time, with the sunan, and we increase the extra prayers, we'll find that we not only strengthen our bones, we assist our muscle skeletal system, we improve our blood circulation, and every system of the body is uplifted and stimulated. So let's follow prophetic medicine and perform salah to the best of our ability, and by doing that, we will achieve holistic healing. It is my pleasure. Wa alaikum salam. Continuing our discussion on the health benefits of Salah, we are going to look at the psychological benefits of Salah. Wa alaikum salam. Today, all healthcare practitioners agree that the number one contributing factor which exacerbates many chronic illnesses today would be stress, emotional stress. So therefore, it is essential for us in modern day living to adopt a stress management program. And within the Deen of Islam, without a doubt, the prophetic medicine presents the perfect stress management program from a nutritional point of view and an emotional point of view. We find that the prayer offers a lot of physical benefits. In those physical benefits, we find that there's a physiological relaxation that takes place in the body, which affects our emotions so it allows us to overcome our stresses, our anxiety, the anger due to our environments. And we find that when we pray, it brings a calmness to the soul. It can relieve our tensions simply due to the fact that we realize that our problems are really insignificant when we stand in front of Allah. So we hand our matter over. So think about the typical day at work when you're confronted with a lot of deadlines and you're struggling to meet the deadlines and the stress builds up. Whilst your mind is overloaded, your productivity decreases. However, when you break for the Salah of Dhuhr or Asr, it's a time to refresh, to look at the bigger picture, to put things in perspective. And by breaking away, you actually increase your ability to deal with your rest of your day emotionally and from a psychological perspective. So the prayer is a perfect way to shake off all your problems and your worries that, that weighs you down in the day. It's a perfect remedy in handling your, your problems by handing the matter over. So we find that the prayer it leads to relief of tension due to the ongoing changing in motion. And from the prophetic advices, the Prophet said that when you're in a state of anger, when you feel stressed, perform prayer. And we know when you perform the wudu, the the water has a cooling effect on the body. Rubbing the water on different parts of the body has a relaxing effect. And by performing the salah consciously, knowing that every position can relieve tension, we will increase the efficacy of our prayer. So it's been proven scientifically that praying has a direct impact on the nervous system as it calms it down and it maintains balance. Salah is regarded as a successful remedy for many anxiety states, including insomnia. And we find that many practitioners within the history of Tib, 
tip physicians would always recommend prayer as part of the healing system or part of the healing treatment. Yes, it's important for us to use medication and therapies and we have to follow the doctor's advice. But do not forget your biggest resource, which is prayer. Because in actual fact, it's an unlimited resource. The benefits of your prayer is directly proportionate to your faith. So if you approach your prayer with the understanding that it can bring that emotional stability in your life, it can bring about a betterment for your physical health, you will achieve that. Because the famous uh, narration of the Prophet says that Allah is according to his slaves' thoughts of him. The prophetic advices teaches us the salah brings coolness to his eyes, meaning it brings contentment to the heart. It's a form of relaxation. So we should not overlook this resource, especially in our busy 9 to 5 jobs. As the stress level increases at work and it builds up, it has a physiological effect. It affects the heart, it affects our organs, it worsens our blood pressure, it elevates sugar levels, depletes our system, it depletes our immune system. So it's very important to realize that constantly we have been given the best resource to manage our day. And this resource can lead to emotional stability. It can help with, help our psychological problems. It can remove our, our anxiety and our stress from our day. It can decrease our anger. And this biggest resource that we have is the salah. It is my pleasure. Wa alaikum salam. The health benefits of prayer for pregnant women. As mentioned earlier, we said that the salah, the physical movements of prayer, has immense benefit for the entire body. And we said that the benefits are for various systems of the body and for various conditions. And we have to note there are various health benefits for salah, specifically for pregnant women. We know today that healthcare practitioners would advise certain type of exercises during pregnancy. Because we know that there's various physiological changes that take place when women are pregnant. There's an increase in, in body mass, in body fat. There's a change in the blood circulation. Posture of the women changes. It's all influenced by the growing baby. Due to the weight distribution, they predispose to many common uh, conditions that occur during pregnancy, like varicose vein, heartburn, and the list goes on. We find that in the prayer, there's various benefits psychologically and physically. By performing the movements of salah, the pregnant lady gains flexibility for most of the limbs and the muscles of the body. So it makes it easy for the spinal column and pelvis to align and it allows it to be more stable, so to promote the upright stance, so it improves the posture. The salah stimulates the circulation of the blood to the heart, to the brain and all the arteries and veins which help to ensure the nourishment reaches the fetus regularly, which is very important for the growing fetus. It protects the flexibility of the joints, of the pelvis and abdominal muscles, which has the greatest effect on the shape of the abdomen. It improves the tone of these muscles. The prayer also raises the morale and the self-confidence of the mother as she feels that she has control of the body and she increases concentration in the salah. We find that in the last months of pregnancy, the fetus tends to weigh down the mother. But when she performs a prayer, her movements help to stimulate the circulation, so it can actually protect her from the problems of varicose veins that normally happens to women in their last trimester. Another common problem faced by pregnant women would be indigestion. 
So they have this feeling of bloatedness, nausea, feeling, which is difficult for them to overcome. So we find that the prayer, it can actually eliminate the symptoms of indigestion for some women. It can increase peristalsis. It strengthens the muscle of the abdomen wall, which all contributes to decreasing the, the symptoms of pregnancy. So a lot of the exercises, as mentioned, is aimed towards toning the ligaments of the pelvis. And we find that the positions of Salah helps to achieve this. In the final week of pregnancy, we find exercises that are recommended that are very similar to the bowing and prostration positions, which is very important to help the fetus take the right position during childbirth as to facilitate ease during childbirth. And recent scientific research in Middle Eastern countries has said that the benefits of prayer for the pregnant women happens during the time of pregnancy and the time of birth does promote a physical and emotional well-being for the pregnant women. It is very important to note at this juncture that the information given is general. Every woman is different, all pregnancies are different, all women have different body types. So therefore you have to follow your advice of your doctor, your gynecologist. So whenever doctor advises you to avoid certain position, follow that advice. And this brings me to another point that the Salah presents a lot of physical health benefits. However, when any position causes you any pain or discomfort, it is not advised for you to continue with that position. So therefore you find the Salah can be adapted for ease for everybody. So always take caution and care when it comes to the body and use the Salah to the best of our ability in order to gain holistic benefit. It is my pleasure. Wa alaikum salam.